I went and saw the movie Elvis this week. The Bosler movie. How like, was Elvis. that? It's not good. <laughs> but I feel a butt coming. But it is. But it's really good. It's fascinating. <laughs> no, it's not boring, which is like literally the worst thing a movie can be. So like definitely I've had worse experiences. It is a fever dream of a two and a half hour film that feels like it's like 20 minutes long. Uh, hmm. Because the whole thing is shot and edited like a montage 90% of the time. And you're just like, what is happening? Uh, Austin Butler kills it as Elvis. I will say that's a legitimate, like, he was the best casting for that role. Um, mm-hmm. But the movie is just strange. The m- music's interesting because it's like, you know, Elvis. But then they mix in, like, modern music and, like, modern remixes. But at total random... Where it feels like there's no rhyme or reason for when they're going to introduce some, like, hip-hop into the middle of the soundtrack. It just kind of happens. Hmm. And then at other times, it just doesn't. <laughs> you know, hip-hop, hip-hop versions of Elvis songs, I assume? Yeah, there was, like, nothing but a hound dog yeah. song. Like, had, like, a hip-hop version of it in all the trailers. Yeah. Which the, does get I can used see that in working. the film. It, it does it. it does, just because it's so stylistically inconsistent in moments but it is like it's one of those where i was like this i wouldn't call this good but i would call it fascinating <laughs> like i'm like mm-hmm. i would watch this again but probably in a context where i can yell at it um, <laughs> <laughs> not alone yeah i would not watch it alone but i would watch it again my roommate liked it um and i mean he did point out some of the ideas that like the more mon the most montage moments are usually like also emphasizing the idea that like shit just kind of exploded for Elvis at various points in his career. Like it's just like <laughs> it went from like zero to a hundred just randomly almost. Mm-hmm. There's also just a lot of scenes that are just so melodramatic that I can't help but laugh because the fucking Boz Lerman is a grown up theater kid. Um, <laughs> like fucking God, like an early scene where they're listening to his stuff and somebody's just like, He's white, and they're all just freaking out about the fact that he's white. And the scene has been <laughs> roasted to hell on the internet already. I don't know if I can do it any more justice, but it's extremely Probably not. funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, that's all I know not, is we're not Baz a- Luhrmann made a bunch of musicals, and so to hear a film that isn't a musical and also not The Great Gatsby, and it's still <laughs> fucking crazy. And I'm like, yeah, everything sounds like it lines up for a Baz Luhrmann film. It is a Baz Luhrmann film. Yeah, right. It also feels like Baz Luhrmann, like, at his Baz Luhrmannist for better and worse. <laughs> Man, you hate seeing a Baz that is Luhrmannist. Yeah, but yeah. his Baz that is worse than this is Australia, probably, right? Like, that's probably, that's yeah. probably actually the bad movies. Everyone, oh, God, he did There's, like, Australia, a huge specific they? audience that loves Moulin Rouge to a degree that, like, I'll never understand. Yeah, it's musical people. theater kids. Yeah. I grew I up around like them. them. <laughs> this was this was half of my friend group in like, growing up. So, we Thomas, could... where do you stand on Moulin Rouge? It's fine. Kill him! There's no <laughs> Romeo and Juliet, but with guns. Yeah, got Romeo plus Juliet. Fetch me my long swords. Then he grabs a pistol with long sword written on the side. Which is fascinating.
That was also Baz Luhrmann, wasn't it? That's bad. I just we just said every single one of his movies, except for what Strictly Ballroom is his first movie or something. I don't know. Yeah. Yep. Why is my knowledge of Baz Luhrmann okay? All right. Well, I think it's better than okay. He's only made like six movies. Like it's not like I'm like deep pulling that hard. I've seen all of them. I think except for Strictly Ballroom. So I saw great. I've seen I've seen Great Gatsby in. Th- Actually, I haven't seen Elvis. That's the movie I haven't seen yet. So I didn't go to the theaters really. Uh, but I saw Great Gatsby in theaters. I saw Australian theaters somehow when I was <laughs> twelve. Actually, I haven't seen Great Gatsby or, or Australia yet. Yeah, and I've seen Moulin Rouge and I've seen Romeo plus Juliet. No, those I've seen. Yeah, Australia's Which, like yeah. okay. But I probably don't like it. Those twelve. Great Gatsby, I think, is a weird movie. I, I did not like it whatsoever, but it is. It is definitely a weird movie. Let me tell you, Elvis is also a strange movie. That's what I want to see. Like, at least when I watch his films, I'm like, damn, I'm watching a fucking movie here, baby. I also want to say it's a two and a half hour long movie, but apparently, according to Boz Lerman, there is a four hour cut of this thing, oh like a fucking God. Lord of the Rings. What if there is no? Horrible. What if the montage part of the film, like, completely, it just becomes like a normal, coherent film somehow? Yeah, and we it's all just watch it and we're like, wow, it's kind of a masterpiece, actually, when you think about it. They also did, yeah, this is the Zack Snyder's Justice League of, of theater kids. But no, they, uh, they also skipped my favorite Elvis story, which is when he went to go visit Nixon and became a special agent. I think that's exactly what it said on the badge that he got because Elvis was, this was Vegas Elvis era, so, Hell you yeah. know. Is this did this actually happen? Or are you fucking with me? What? This is true. I think this there's another true, yeah. movie called Elvis Nixon that is like just about this event. Fascinating. Um, yeah, Elvis and Nixon. It's on Prime Video. Huh. Uh, with Michael Shannon playing Elvis Presley. Fuck, I forgot. <laughs> the oh, and Kevin Spacey playing Richard Nixon. Nah, well, mm. well, you know that. Uh, you know. Yeah, this is 2016. Um, oh, so well-known, just not public. Got it. Yeah. Uh, but yes, Elvis and Nixon did meet Elvis. It was a it was a whole thing. Uh, I don't know enough about the concrete details to do it justice here, but just know it did happen. <laughs> but that's not what our podcast is about. Our podcast is about Dragon Ball, right, Zach? Well, like could be about Elvis Presley beating Richard Nixon and them plotting the overthrow of somewhere. Fuck. It was Vegas It was Vegas, it was Vegas <laughs> era Elvis who planned Watergate and that's why it didn't go well. And that's our thesis statement for this episode. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 14 of World's Strongest Podcast Kai. I'm your host Zach and these are my co-host Chase. Hi, I'm Chase. And Thomas. Milky Cannon. And today we're wondering where those missing minutes of uh, telephone recordings went. Yeah, they're in Graceland. We have to search Graceland. (laughs) We have to get under Graceland. Yeah, but we're also talking about DBZ Kai episodes 40, 41, and 42, which right up top, DBZ Kai episode 40, Frieza's final transformation, the ultimate nightmare begins. In which Gohan steps in to save Piccolo, but even with his rage boost, it's not enough to defeat Frieza. Krillin blasts Vegeta as Frieza enters his final form, and then after some refusal, Dende agrees to heal Vegeta. But Frieza, in his final form, already proves too much for them to handle. The Vegeta is much closer than the rest now to his power. Also, Dende dies. No! (laughs) Good. Yeah. 
Episode 41, The Moment of Truth Approaches, Goku Back in Action, which follows a Dragon Ball naming scheme where the title hints at the last thing that happens in the episode. <laughs> but this is Vegeta steps in to fight Final Form Frieza with his new Zenkai boost, but it proves to be nowhere near enough to put a dent in him. Just as Vegeta loses all hope, Goku is released from his pod, powered up from his own Zenkai and on his way to fight. And in episode 42, Defeat Frieza, Goku! The Tears of the Proud Saiyan Warrior, or Saiyan Prince, in which Goku arrives to take on Frieza, proving that he has gotten immensely stronger. But Frieza kills Vegeta. And with his dying breath, Vegeta shares his wish for vengeance for the Saiyans with Goku, and Goku takes on his pride and sorrow as he prepares to fight Frieza on behalf of all the Saiyans who aren't there. If you can't tell by these summaries, not a lot happens in these episodes. <laughs> I'm just going to say it up top. It's a, it, We're kind of in some Z-esque pacing, and I know it's probably still better than Z's pacing. God, could you imagine? Oh no, this is probably like 15 episodes. This was the point where they had to start delaying because they had caught up mm -hmm, with the yeah. manga. <laughs> or at least they were starting to get dangerously close. Uh, uh, does anybody know who's singing the third rendition of the intro song this time? It might be... That might be Sean Shemble's version, or it might be Sonny Strait's version. I'm not sure. I think we've attributed both of those people to the first two versions. Maybe. I think the so one we that have had no been, idea. I think the one that had <laughs> been going the most recently, actually, up to now, was the Vic Mignogna version. Uh, gross. But yes, I believe that was that one. Um, I'm not sure, though. There's six total versions of this, I have discovered. They really um, did just let everybody take a shot at it. Yeah. One of them is sung by a woman, so that one I think will be the most obvious change. But the rest are like Sunny Straight, Sean Schemmel, uh, Vic Mignogna, and then I'm trying to remember the two others. I'm I always mean, I imagine Sabat gets so a try. I, I'll eventually pick up when they change. I'm always watching them slash listening to them. Every time, right? I do. I, I yeah. I never don't instantly <laughs> skip to two minutes and then kind of back scrub through to watch to make sure I didn't miss anything. <laughs> that wouldn't be me, not I. That, who thinks that's that you? Actually, what's sucks. your favorite part of the intro, Chase? <laughs> favorite part of the intro is when it ends, and I can move <laughs> on with my life. <laughs> I'm Damn, never saying that's I'm a never, good answer. I'm never saying. I'm saying this is the worst Dragon Ball intro we've we've listened to on this show. To be fair, we've listened to two. Yeah, did you remember that first one? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, no, Mystic Adventure fucking slaps. I do know for Kai. They have a new intro for the final chapters, which is Fuck Boo. Yeah. So, you know, once we get to Boo, things will change. <laughs> Boy, will they. Um, these episodes were good, though. I enjoyed these episodes. Oh, I did enjoy the yeah. previous ones. Just to Not make sure a ton on happens. Time. No, I think a ton happens, like, emotionally. I do. Yeah. Emotionally, I kind of yes. Oh, bit. emotionally, yes, but, like, I don't think a ton happens in terms of moving the plot. No, no, God, no. Yeah. But I think, like, this is, like, the part where I, I would have wanted to get gotten to already is, like, where I mm -hmm. think, like, yeah. I'm mm -hmm. fine with everyone being demoralized, then Goku appears, and we get the remoralization. But, like, it is fun, besides Toriyama's writing like he's talking to five-year-old style of writing at this moment, where he just <laughs> has to describe the exact thematic through line that is going when Thomas said, like, now Goku must take his pride and carry it on. Like, it's literally, that's what happens in the show. Vegeta, I'm taking your pride. Yeah. I'm going to beat Frieza in the it, face with it. Yeah, it's, like, very much like, oh, okay. Or, like, King Kai coming in and being like, wow, 
with with Frieza being able to <laughs> deflect Vegeta's all-out attack, he has really destroyed the pride of the Saiyan, and he, without even getting hit once, he has already lost. And I'm like, okay, cool. No, like I got it, but thank you, King now Kai. Is, now is truly Vegeta's lowest moment with a with like a transition. Those are tears coming down from his <laughs> yeah. face. Those tears are. What's what's the fucking line? I wrote the line. Uh, <laughs> da, 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 da. With a big impression on you. Those eyes, his eyes don't lie. Those tears are real. Yeah. God. <laughs> what a line. Yeah. God. There, there are some times when I'm, I love Toriyama, and there are some times where I'm like, no, you don't have to actually say what is the exact thing happening here. <laughs> well, I always um, wonder with some of these things, like, especially with the shonen trope of everyone, like, explaining their special moves, essentially. I always mm-hmm. wonder if this is like a in manga you kind of need some degree of this because you can't show as much per like frame per panel, but like then when they adapt it into anime, they're like we have to adapt it verbatim how this line went, and I'm like no, this mm-hmm. line exists because we couldn't see it in motion. Now we can. We don't have to do this. <laughs> okay, but what if we did both? Because then if we have the character explaining it, we get to pad the runtime a little, and we don't have to adapt as much in this episode as the next one, which means we can flesh out more and ah! (laughs) The only show that has justified this specific trope that I've watched is Jujutsu Kaisen, where straight up, it's like a thing with their powers that if you explain it to somebody, it actually gives you an advantage. Like, it gives you a power boost, with the trade-off being how your opponent knows how it works. That's yeah, hilarious. Yeah, like the curse power system has a lot of what's called like binding vows where you can intentionally put certain conditions and limitations on your own power in exchange for boost, but they're always like risk reward. And one that a lot of people use is called showing your hand, which is if you explain how your curse technique works to your opponent, it is now stronger, but the trade-off is they now know what's coming. Huh. Which I love. Jujutsu Kaisen fucking rocks. And then and they I even will take put it that out. idea and then go like, what does someone explain to you as a fucking bit to make you think that yet you knew how it worked and then tricked you about it? Yeah, like they um. straight up then, <laughs> like after having done this a few times, they have a character straight up lie about how his power works in order, like as a ruse against his opponent. Jujutsu That's Kaisen right. fucking rules. Turns out Jujutsu Kaisen still kind of kicks ass. Haven't read any of it, but I did enjoy it while I watched it. I am completely caught up on the manga at this point. Um, and I think I want to stop and just watch it animated because it's going to look really great once they start animating it. Yeah. And I would actually put Jujutsu Kaisen forward as a potential WSP side, you know, filler arc side show. project. Yeah. Or side Heck, project. That could we'll be see. a fucking just like, yeah, we just watch the whole damn thing after this, maybe. I'd be um, down. But while we're talking musical choices, Dragon Ball Z Kai still has new ones. How are we feeling about them? <laughs> I love the like butt rock guitar riffs and like random the, chanting. The ominous Japanese metal. Yes, I love it. <laughs> but I'm the worst. Yeah, I I do not like Goku's theme. I think consistently still, um, I don't like the lyrics really ever. It, it's almost fascinating to me that this feels like somehow was original DBZ Japanese music is really good there's like no denying that and the faulkner score is super good so much need to tell the people who are putting it in to just turn it off sometimes so mm-hmm. that it wouldn't be playing for five minutes straight um mm-hmm. someone just need to like, so you tell, don't hear the loop <laughs> you don't even hear the loop it's like that song like has builds and everything just like pause them out like 
people are doing it's okay to like let people just talk without music yeah um and the Faulkner score literally I don't know how why they put it in there and just never ever turned it off it's yeah. super weird um and that, but that has like the most, like I think, the most uh, uniquely impactful music. Where you're like, oh, I haven't heard that anywhere. This doesn't have like either of those two things. Where like the DBZ original one is like extremely iconic and like super um, traditionally done, but like very builds very usefully in its themes. Builds naturally. You can see that it seems like the person was watching and doing the thing at the exact same time, and like they never ever got it anywhere else. It's all really good. The Faulkner theme, I think, has these problems where it plays for, like, seven minutes. And it's not looping, but it is, like, a seven-minute fucking song. And you're like, no, we're good now. We didn't need it during, like, minute 130 to 230, but it was there anyways. And it just, like, gets overplayed. Where this one, I feel like, wherever the big moments have happened, I've literally never felt them hit hard. The general music, I think, is pretty all right. Mm-hmm. But when it's like, here's like our big moment, like, here's our it big doesn't, build. Like, hit, hit. Yeah, I'm just kind of like, oh, I laugh. Like, that's the answer. I laugh, or I'm like, okay, like, this is actually just removed me now. Yeah, I was more kind of laughing as the, oh, okay, we're doing this now. Yeah, this is what's the, happening. Uh, whenever the chanting say, kicks in. I would have preferred instrumentals just because I think, like, lyri- songs with lyrics while dialogue is happening can be a bit muddled, even if, like, the song is in a different language. Um, mm-hmm. It gets worse in Super for me because for some reason with Super they had to tr- do English covers of like every song, and then there's some songs that play like during fight scenes and during dialogue, and it's English lyrics while also people are talking in English. Oh, that sounds bad. It's kind of rough, um, and I'm not the biggest fan of their cover of Ultimate Battle, which is like the single best piece of music that Dragon Ball Super in Japan put out. <laughs> um, uh, it, but I I don't know. It didn't like take me out, but I can agree that it didn't like sell the moment super hard either. Yeah, and then like sometimes it just feels like it is traditional without being like really good at that. Like, or my traditional, I mean, just like cliche. It's like Vegeta's down his luck. <laughs> That's yeah. It's kind of like what you would. And you're like, oh, okay, cool. It's just that it's just the it's the music. I don't mm. think that, and like Frieza's fucking causing a literal whirlpool of power to appear around him and push things up, and it's just like, Bana. and you're like, okay, like, I feel like there's like should be a bigger or more unique noise here, mm-hmm. and I feel like DBZ hits us. I, I spent like the last like five hours yesterday being like, let's look at listen to this original music for once, and like let's actually see people's comparison and like listen to what people are talking about, and the all the all I keep hearing from people it's so funny is like Kai's all right, but DBZ is so original, and interesting, and like really builds correctly, and Faulkner just needs to shut the fuck up when it's playing. But oh my god, it just feels so unique. Like that is the consensus every time, and then Kai's like, people are like, yeah, hey, Kai's good. It's good. I enjoy yeah. it. And like that's it. Where like people like I feel like they either very nostalgically tied to DBZ, which I need to like listen more to. I think to like get a real opinion to. Because, mm-hmm. like, even original Dragon Ball music, we weren't a big fan of, like, Piccolo's theme. We're like, that thing kicks ass. Yeah, I have not that heard, was, like, that a was really Piccolo's the only theme. flag we had, yeah. Yeah, but I haven't, like, mm. heard a Piccolo's theme yet. Yeah. Um, or anything. And, like, that's they my problem right now. Stepped away from, like, some of the light motifs of Dragon Ball, which I miss. Yeah. Um, if for nothing else than, like, narrative consistency. Yeah. It's, like, Marvel uh, movie ish to me right now. It's a step above that by. Probably a couple times it. 
it's like you know not exactly versus Marvel movies. I don't even know what the fuck music happens in that series. Uh, um, outside of the Avengers one, there isn't. Yeah, Avengers one <laughs> and like a Bla- the Black Panther film because yeah. that shit was good. Um, but like, mm. it just feels like it is what it is every time. Mm-hmm. And then when they like are like, here you fucking go, it's Goku's motherfucking music time. I'm like laughing. Because <laughs> they're like, brum, brum, and you're like, oh, okay. I'm like, I, look, I'm playing right now Warriors Orochi 3 Ultimate for uh, the PlayStation 5. It came on the PC recently, too, if you're interested, um, which is a Dynasty Warriors game. And like, I'm, I get it. I'm there for a Dynasty Warriors butt rock soundtrack. Um, but also, you have to understand that's a Dynasty Warriors butt rock soundtrack. It's a different <laughs> tone to Dynasty Warriors than I want from Dragon Ball. And it sometimes feels like I'm just getting Dynasty Warriors <laughs> from Dragon Ball, <laughs> which is not a compliment to Dragon Ball. <laughs> Damn, um, brutal. A little brutal. I, I have a huge love for Dynasty Warriors. Like, I understand why that music works so well there. They're a weird traditional Japanese mixed with electronic mixed with butt rock music is like something that I aspire to like have in my life like that for everything. But like when Goku appears and the music starts playing and at first I'm like, oh, this is all right. And then it's like lyrics start coming in and it's just like, it's like someone being like, this is fucking kicks ass. And you're like, no, my guy, <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but maybe to you um it's like what's like when they played the fucking music and then like goku and frieza's face came close together and like this like next time on dragon ball z and there's like blood in the background like that's just not how i think about dragon ball z at all you know mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. it's like one of those one of those images that were like seared in my mind from these episodes that i'm like why is this the decision being made like i don't think of goku and like Frieza's like here's the fucking death match coming i'm like it just isn't like that's not like my brain in dragon ball z ever yet it's been like here comes the fucking death match here comes goku to fucking kill frieza it's like goku's gonna fight frieza kill him no that's just not what goku does mm-hmm. god As help we him. get in this episode yeah yeah <laughs> god help him he won't do too. it yep live your life like a kame kameha right like that's the ending <laughs> <laughs> now, that's one of the lines yeah, yeah fuck okay. me. whatever the fuck that means god yeah no i'm not a big fan of the end i wasn't I didn't hate the ender for Dragon Ball. I don't like the ender for Kai. It is, it's, it's just kind of it's kind of weird that they, do, they 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 have to have some licensing for these older stuff, don't they? Or could they get them not get them back? Falcon the score they might not be able to. Yeah, I think like even the the cut of the DBZ dub they have on Crunchyroll has a lot of the falconer score removed and i think there might be hmm. some legal issue there. Did he just like take his score and go home after he was done? Uh, you know what? I'm googling it because I have no idea actually what the the story is with that. I just I've noticed that it's been missing. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not seeing anything about it, or maybe it's just like misremember. Because I just remember looking up like I, I went and looked up just like the Super Saiyan two moment on uh, Crunchyroll, and I realized there was no music when Gohan turned Super Saiyan two. Hmm. Which felt that is weird wrong uh what i have here on the wiki it goes when funimation redubs season one and two for their can't for their canceled ultimate uncut specials and dvd and later their remastered box that's faulkner's music was unavailable so a new one was composed that's all it says 
That's disappointing. For season three onwards, Faulkner's score was retained from the original dub. Interesting. Um, I guess they couldn't rip it from the episodes. They lost. Yeah, the, I uh, guess or something. I don't know. Because all because that redub was what like early two thousands. I guess record keeping wasn't that good. Also, I'm gonna be. I'm sorry. I was just scrolling through the the DBZ, like not Kai, but Z dub on Crunchyroll. Mm-hmm. I want y'all to know because it's episode forty-two is where we end, where Vegeta yes. dies and Goku's gonna. I'm fight gonna him. say he just attacked uh, Dodoria. Oh, I was gonna tell you what episode it was that Vegeta dies in Z, like number. Oh, okay. Go, yeah, go ahead. I want both of you to guess. Uh, I'm gonna go with one hundred and twenty-three. 96. Okay, both of you went high. It's 86, but oh, okay. you weren't that I was close. Yeah, yeah, but still double ins- the time. Yeah, that is still insane to me to think of how much filler we got out of here. That's true. <laughs> and even a lot of it I'm looking through, it's like it's not like just the fake Namek shit and whatnot. It's just there's a lot more random fucking Namek shit. Like once they are <laughs> on planet. Well, yeah, Bulma's got to go fight a crab. Yeah. I'm also re- seeing that there's a lot more, like, cuts to Yamcha and Piccolo and all of them, it looks like, based on thumbnails. Well, don't, like, the Ginyu Force get to King Kai's planet and, like, they fight for a while? Uh, that's even... I'm talking about even before the Ginyu show up. I am seeing a bunch of clips, oh, okay. of, like, thumbnails with Yamcha and them. But, uh... Gotcha. Although I will say I do like the dub episode titles for the original Z more than I like the episode titles for Kai. Why are they puns? Uh, I mean, some are, but for the most part, they're just, like, manageable. They're just titles? Yeah, like, I'm assuming this is the one where Frieza takes on his third form and it's just called Another Transformation. Ah, which is like, okay. Not a great title, but it's, it's easier to say. <laughs> well, it doesn't quite hit the same peaks as Yamcha's big break, but it'll work. God, that was just mean. <laughs> I will also point out that Frieza, it looks like, is in his second form for like three episodes. But oh, it really? also looks like he's in his third form only for like two episodes, which we talked about this last time. And I guess to get into the episodes a little more, like what happened. <laughs> Episode 40, like, opens Frieza's still in his third form, just fucking blasting Piccolo. Because I guess that's just been going on for like a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, but like... Frieza transforms into, or starts his final form transformation, like, five minutes into episode yeah, 40. Yeah, because, so like, like, he's blasting Piccolo, and then Gohan pushes his shit in a little bit more, and he's like, alright, you know what, fuck it, I'm ending this now, fourth form. Yeah. So it's just, like, you get, like, maybe a combined total of, like, ten minutes of screen time of Frieza in his third form. To be fair, I I don't know. I'm assuming that's closer to how the manga is. It's like he has this third form and then it's just like, fuck it, final form. Oh, I can't imagine it being more than a chapter or two based on how short it was in the anime. Yeah. But okay. yeah, pretty quickly Frieza decides like, oh yeah, shit, I should just kill them all. So this is, I'm reading just some basic stuff on Faulkner and I was just chilling here to be like, what, can I find it? The answer, uh-huh. it seems like there was like a legal battle with Funimation and Cake Mix, which was at the Bruce Faulkner studio that he owned. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's like a fallout there. It's why he didn't come back for GT. And then I think he filed for bankruptcy way later down the line. And Funimation no longer replaces scores. They just don't do it anymore. Um, so I bet it was just kind of like, well, we don't replace score. And you can get that music if you want to online. That's about it. And they were done with yeah, it. God, I mean, they, do, I feel. they do covers, but they don't replace scores. Yeah, yeah they don't replace scores anymore. Except they only do it for some shows. 
like but, Dragon Ball, they cover like for Super, they like did covers of everything. But for like My Hero Academia, they just use the original Japanese openings, endings, and Japanese music. Like they don't. Yeah, they don't replace Dragon Ball's where the money is. Yeah, they don't replace any music. They will just dub over, like do their own version of it. But yeah, it is. They don't. They don't hold someone to do another whole new score. Hmm. Interesting. Well, I mean, yeah, I knew that about the Falconer scores. They, I don't think they had the rights to that music, like no. the original music. Um, plus, they had to do, like, their whole own... Well, I don't know if they had to do their entire own audio track the way that, like, four kids did for Yu-Gi-Oh! Where it's like, <laughs> everything <laughs> has changed because of mm-hmm. that. But it's interesting, to say the least. Um, dubbing has really changed a lot when it comes to anime over the years. But the pay hasn't. <laughs> and speaking of pay what about the pain of vegeta getting iced by krillin yeah i do love he's just, just like fucking kill me krillin like builds up a blast and vegeta deflects it and he's like i need you to mean it <laughs> it won't work it if again. i do it myself which like what yeah what? i did i was like what the f- the zenkai can tell if you just- <laughs> or is it one of those things where like you can't bite through your own tongue on purpose that's i think that's the the more the probably the intent or the idea just like that he can't quite make himself blow a hole in his own chest Mm -hmm. the killing blow yeah (laughs) and then dende of course comes up to vegeta all the while you could just hear frieza fucking screaming in the background the entire like back back 17 minutes of this episode is just frieza screaming shattering apart like an exoskeleton yeah um which is horrifying in some ways. <laughs> but Dende is like, hey, fuck you for killing, like, a bunch of my people, you dick, and leaves. But, but please, otherwise I'm going to look really stupid if I die like this. Yeah, it is kind of great that, like, Vegeta in his hubris did not even consider this as, like, a possibility. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, it fits the character that he wouldn't... Um, that he just assume everyone would kind of go with what he wanted. Plus, I do like that, you know, killing an entire Namekian village has finally come back to bite him in the ass. Yeah, not for too terribly long, because then once Dende heals up <laughs> Because Piccolo, unfortunately, they do need him. Yeah, it's like Dende heals up Piccolo, and Piccolo has to be like, I straight up cannot do this without <laughs> him. Look, after this, I will kill Vegeta myself, but right now, please, just heal him. Yeah, he's literally like, I can take Vegeta... Just Vegeta. I cannot take Frieza. Mm-hmm. To be fair, once this final form fight gets started and we see what Vegeta can do, which, you know, obviously Frieza is still stronger, I don't think Piccolo could kill Vegeta after this Senkai boost. Or if he could, uh, it would no. be a hard fight. No, he can't. No. But also, have to take him matter. in his sleep. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it does, yeah, it doesn't matter because Frieza's going to do it for him. <laughs> Outsourcing, baby. Yeah. Uh, but I do love just, yeah, Frieza fucking cracks out of his third form. Like it's, yeah, like an exoskeleton, like you and said, like, Zach. He kind of like cracks like an egg, like he cracks like the, uh, like he's molting or whatever, cracks out and like the entire atmosphere parts and you can see space around them from the yeah. energy coming off of this transformation. Like, oh, oh, they're fucked. Got it. Okay. Or are they? Vegeta just got a Zenkai. Yeah, they're fucked. No, because he's become the Super Saiyan. The Super Saiyan man. 
<laughs> I started to say it. I started to flag it every time he says it, but then he said it like a bunch of times in 41. So I just have the clusters. Yeah, I was going to say it's a lot of him calling himself a Super Saiyan and then also saying I might not be a Super Saiyan. I also or... have I am a Super Saiyan brackets crying as a note. Yes. A lot of crying <laughs> from Vegeta, which this is like, I mean, I guess we more or less have covered episode. There's one last moment because Frieza kills Dende in this episode because he's caught on to the fact that Dende is just Smart. killing him up. Good, because yeah, he saw Dende heal Piccolo and he's like, that's how those fuckers keep getting up. I know what I'm doing. Yeah, and then it, there's a moment, it echoes when Vegeta was, like, killing the village and he did a finger gun and just went bang and murdered a guy. Yeah. Except <laughs> it's even colder with Ayer's delivery, it feels like. He d yeah, Frieza just, like, puts up his hand like a finger gun and just says, bang. And then this, like, shoots it. You watch the blast go over everyone else's shoulder and just fucking annihilate Dende. <laughs> Which, yeah, it's it's fucking rough. <laughs> and it's very much like, oh, like, not only are we fucked because we just saw that transformation and how strong he looked, our one saving grace here is gone. <laughs> we can't get beat down and get back up. At this point, whatever we have left is what we have left. Normally, this fucking Zenkai boost thing I introduce is a real motherfucker. I gotta get rid of this Dende guy <laughs> real quick or it's gonna be real dumb. I'll catch the line Frieza gives them after this. I think it's a little bit afterwards, but he's like, "Oh, I wish I, I had hoped that all of you would have been able to see been able to see my glory, but when you see him in the next world, you have to tell him what he missed." Which is fucking crazy. <laughs> Weird they don't say hell. Yeah. Well, maybe he thinks they won't go to hell. Yeah, I think, <laughs> they're, I think go, they're going to worse hell. Frieza respects that they're going to go to heaven. He gets to rule in <laughs> earth. No, I yeah, get that I'm the, the bad guy. I'm fighting yeah. the heroes. Mm. No, I'm and bad. then this is also when Frieza turns to like launch another blast at Gohan specifically. For <laughs> I don't know why he singles <laughs> he out. He enters Gohan. the rainbow wave dimension yeah, to attack I was about to say, Gohan. He fires a rainbow gun at him. Everyone's like, "What it's is this new horrible move that Frieza will introduce next episode?" It's a big purple ball. We all know what it is. <laughs> well, I do love Frieza has one of my favorite named attacks in Dragon Ball with the Death Ball because it's just called what it is. It's just good. A ball of death. It's right up there with <laughs> Big Bang Attack. It's uh, it's up there. It's very good. <laughs> oh, it's like, I mean, that's like half the name, Spirit Bomb. Um, uh, you ball. also don't forget the spirit ball. Thank yeah. you. You mean the Genki Dama? You mean the Genki Dama? The Destructo <laughs> Disc? <laughs> I am. Well, I guess yeah. We've already used the word spirit bomb. It is very random in this dub which attacks use their original names and which attacks don't. Mm -hmm. I can. I don't quite know. I I think it's almost like up to the actor at this point because we like I think we talked about it with like fucking uh, what is it the solar flare specifically? Yeah, yeah. Because we had like Goku yelled solar flare when he did it, but Krillin said Taioken. Oh, you think it's a, just a Krillin thing then? It might either yeah that or like Sunny Straight specifically uh, the voice mm -hmm. actor behind it was just like I just kind of want to go for it I can see that happening yeah because I know we have a similar moment to that uh, when Goku gives his I am speech in the Kai dub specifically it pretty much marks the only time in the dub that anyone refers to Goku as Son Goku hmm. uh, 
when he says, I am the Super Saiyan Son Goku. Mm -hmm. And, like, yeah, Sean Schemmel was like, you know, I was like, we have this chance. The fans know that's his, like, full name. We know it. Uh, it <laughs> might be fun. if you just watch to... it, you don't actually. Yeah, so he's like, it might be fun to pepper this in there, like, for us. And, uh, you know, Chris Sabat, who directs, is like, yeah, go for it. So he threw it in, and that was the take they used. Mm-hmm. Um... So I'm like, I'm wondering if it's even something like that, where like, yeah, because this, you know, obviously this dub came after the original Z dub, the redub of Z for like the whatever special edition release that uh, like they've spent so much time with this that they're aware of the online presence it has. This is like 08, 09, so the internet is a lot more common now. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if, yeah, he's just sitting there like, you know, it's called the Taioken originally in the Kienza. Why don't we just go for it? Yeah, probably. Um, which is fun. Uh, <laughs> I forgot what my original point was for these attack names. I don't know, but I'm sure it was the good one. We were just talking about all their names, just kind of mean. Yeah, we were just talking about names. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like yeah, with Frieza's, they're all Death Beam, Death Ball, and like shit like that. <laughs> Kill so, Cannon, you know. the Dark Mushroom, cloud Murder Punch. Explosion. Yeah, <laughs> the Murder Punch. So I believe, I believe it's like destructive. It's literally just called a death saucer. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I think like that's Frieza's version of it. Is yes. Like yes. Death the, the death yeah. saucer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which again is just everyone does the fucking destructo disc at some point. Although Frieza can guide his. <laughs> well, yeah, because he's one up uh, and then Krillin. Yeah, he's better yeah. than Krillin. <laughs> True. But this is when we get the this episode, Vegeta just fucking neck chops pickle, Gohan out of the way of this attack, which is very funny get to down, me. idiot. Yeah. And gives a very similar response that Frieza gave whenever he was disappointed Dende dies. Vegeta's just like, I just wanted you to all see how powerful I am now. <laughs> it's the only reason <laughs> I saved you. He does care. Yeah, which Piccolo's like, fuck. They do point out Vegeta's the only one who could see the moves that, like, Frieza was doing these last yeah. little bit here since he's entered his final form. Which is, once again, like, that's been the shorthand for this person is stronger than everybody else here. Since but it still ever. works. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Vegeta's getting cocky and calling himself the Super Saiyan. Which... Well, Frieza takes him seriously for, like, half a minute there. Yeah, half a yeah. second, yeah, Frieza is like, oh, really? And then it's like... I think Vegeta literally goes like, "You'd have to tangle with me, and you'd be so sad if you had if you could read power levels because you would know I'm on a different level." Which is mm. I don't know how self deluded Vegeta thinks he is now, but <laughs> he can sense power levels and knows he's he should know he's fucked. And Frieza is just like, "Sure," but Vegeta hasn't done his quasi semi Saiyan or Super Saiyan transformation yet. That's true. Yeah. Which then he does, and I I wrote, I think the specifically what I said here, yeah, in my notes, I'm like, damn, Vegeta powered up so hard, he entered the grid. He gets close, right? Well, they, yeah, because there's like the yellow-ish streaks mm -hmm. to it. There's a little bit of like bioelectricity to it. Yeah. Um, Which I, I love bioelectricity in the auras it's why super saiyan 2 I, is still a form i, I don't know if it's like getting closer or like it's just like a better version of what he already was like that was his original transformation where he gets wrapped up in the bioelectricity so does nappa 
That's like the yeah, same. Yeah, but it's definitely power more up. pronounced. Yeah, but there's, and there's more a little bit yellow. of this like yellowy energy. Yeah, I think there's like a yellowish key around in his aura, it. like mm-hmm. where it's mostly been blue up to now. But like, I would never say the lightning is anything special because that's always what it has been. Yeah, no, I guess more the yellowy aura is kind of to me at least seems to hint at the idea that he might be getting close. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do love that he just flexes at the end, though. He just, like, raises his hands up and is like, I'm I'm so fucking powerful. Yeah. Um, it is always hey. very funny that when anyone powers up, they just shoot their hands up in the air like they can't, can, like their hands can't be remaining on the ground yeah. because the power is <laughs> coursing through them so hard. Mm-hmm. I like that we get a little cut to Piccolo, who's like, well, how the hell did Vegeta get so strong? Oh, because I blew it a hole in his, pl- in his chest. Oh, that was the plan? Sick. All right, cool. And the music sucks. <laughs> this is the Vegeta power-up music they chose with lyrics. Um, not the biggest fan of this song, really, at all. Mm-hmm. I at least can somewhat get into Goku's this one. Not for this kind of butt rock, because this one is like just pure butt-ass rock. <laughs> it is some butt rock, butt rock. Yeah, it is just like... Normal guitar riff that's supposed to sound heavy and strong, but it's not unique or varied in any way, so it just sounds mm-hmm. like a guitar riff. And yeah. then someone singing over it that's supposed to be like probably saying something like, This is cool, and it, it doesn't feel it, I'll be honest. The 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 actual transformation is cool. Like it is a cool transformation to see like Vegeta's eyes go pure white as he tries to power up. And it, it does look like he is powerful, but it is just the music just does just does nothing. Mm-hmm. Fair. I don't like this. Also, AMV doing Dragon nothing is Vegeta's power up as he comes flying in to fight Frieza and Frieza. <laughs> no, first just... he throws a rock at him. Remember? Yeah, remember right. he telekinesis is a rock. <laughs> See my new power. <laughs> he just slowly lifts up a rock, and I mean slowly lifts it up. And I like kind of throws it quickly. Maybe <laughs> this is this is the one-two punch because right before this he does the thumb pose, but like from a zoomed-out distance. And I'm like, oh, he's going to get bodied. And then he, his opening move is to levitate a rock out of the ground to freeze him. Like, oh, he's going to get bodied hard. Oh, yeah. He's like, Frieza will punch the rock, and then I will come in behind that rock and punch him. And Frieza's like, <laughs> I punch the rock and dodge. And he's like, ha, oh, all you could do is, that's your dumb, all you're going to do is dodge, isn't it? And then he proceeds to get his ass whooped. Frieza, with the most bored expression on his face, dodging Vegeta's attacks. Which I love that, like, Krillin and Gohan are like, Vegeta's got him on the ropes, and Piccolo is like, what, are you watching this? <laughs> it's so funny, and Piccolo's like, huh, huh, and, like, the, the classic I'm shaking for what mm-hmm. I'm realizing moment of emotion, and Krillin and Gohan are oh, wow, neat, this is a little cool, this is real, wow, look at Vegeta go, Piccolo's like, we're fucked, we're dead, we're actually yeah. all dead, I can't Gohan, believe it, Gohan we all died. Krillin. Yay, we're gonna win, Piccolo, oh god, why did I come here, I never, never should have come, this was all worthless, no, 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 no. Wish me back to Earth, wish me back to Earth. Yeah, wish me back. Do we have the third wish left? Mm-hmm. Fine, Barunga's yeah, smoke make me immortal, make me immortal, make me immortal. Yeah, Vegeta is really, really still believing that he is the Super Saiyan through this whole part as he's just, like, charging up his aura, trying to do everything, and Frieza is, at this point, just literally messing with him. Mm-hmm. Basically, like, pulling a Dragon Ball Goku on him. Just being like, I'm just going to let you do this. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he disappears and pulls the rug out from under him. Yeah. I mean, Vegeta even shoots a Gallic gun that, like, blows up 
a star. It feels like it turns into like a fucking star after like Frieza punches it into space. Yeah, it literally like yeah. blows up the the or, what would have been the, the Milky moon. Way galaxy. Yeah, yeah. like 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 it seems like it almost explodes like the galaxy with light therein. I was gonna try to say universe, but galaxy would be the correct term. Like um, <laughs> this goes this goes off over Namek, and if the planet wasn't already uninhabited, this would have caused mass extinction everywhere. Oh yeah, yeah. Both uh-huh. the one thing I really know is that both Vegeta and Frieza make giant explosions that look like nuclear bombs, mm-hmm. which I feel like no one else uses explosions that look like nuclear bombs in this series besides uh, villains. That is true. Yeah, that one. That I feel correct. like that is just like a, a a motif that is like just being very specific here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just wanted to think I thought it was interesting. The one thing I find really cool about uh, I like about this like even jobber fight scene is just that it is truly spectacle filled. Oh yeah, it's spectacle and character filled in a way that I like. Such as, so like before Frieza does the Gallic gun, he does the I'm shooting a thousand beams out, son of a bitch. I'm hitting you no matter what I do. Yeah, the Vegeta uh, move. Not the Vegeta mm-hmm. move. Vegeta is like he's like eh, I'm gonna hit, throw him. Yeah, he but Vegeta does it as like an AA flak gun kind of. Yeah. Thing. Now, yeah, this one is like Fair. I am fire. I'm literally gonna shoot them out of my body, and then also do the flacco maneuver. And it's cool to see Frieza just like dodge around all of them, and then like pop Land in and front f- of Piccolo, and just like <laughs> look at them like you're fucking next guys, and then leaves. And Piccolo's like, "We gotta get the fuck out of Piccolo here!" Piccolo grabs Krillin and Gohan by like their heads and throws them out of the way. Yeah, it's so funny. And then. Frieza just fucking is like, "You're dumb. You're you're you cannot beat me." And that's when free <laughs> Vegeta's like Gallic gun time. We're we're gonna blow up this planet and you on it, and then Frieza just kicks it like a soccer player. <laughs> that is the is that end all you've of got? Vegeta. Yep. As a matter of fact, it was. <laughs> yeah, he's just like I. Yes. His eyes yes, don't lie. Those tears are real. <laughs> yeah, as, yeah. Fucking King Kai is just like, yep, he's fucked. <laughs> narrates stripped him of his pride. Vegeta nar- Kai narrates Vegeta's mindset. He's fucked. <laughs> no, basically, it's just like, yo, this is not gonna go well. Yeah, it's officially over for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, he is literally pour like one out this- for that crab. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Frieza just like so. Frieza like kicks him into a lake, and then like f- lands on top of it. Fucking splits the water just to go it's down so to smack the shit out of Vegeta. It. With it's like yeah, just I with his aura, doesn't do anything. Everything after Frieza this. just stands still. Yeah. The water tries to get away from him because his well, power he moves is so his strong. Yeah, yeah, just like a little bit, but it's so good. Because it's just like that's it. Oh, it looks great. Yeah, and like again, this is why I'm like mad that music is just wah, 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 Vegeta. It's like it feels more. This is a moment where you turn more on the dramatic music mm-hmm. or turn it up, bump it. And they like don't, um, and then mm. he just lands besides Vegeta. He's on the ground. Vegeta will not move this whole part. He won't even try to fight back because he's his pride has he's, been ruined. He's broken. His spirit man. and soon his body is about to be shattered. Yeah, yeah. but he's also got just this random crab. It's on a little his crab back. on him. Little <laughs> guy. And yeah, Frieza picks him up and then just eats the crab alive, shell and all, <laughs> off gotta of him. Got to keep his energy up. Yeah, and before just fucking punching him up and just starts kidney punching the shit out of him. And he's like Vegeta. holding Vegeta by his hair and punching yeah. him in the spine like Jesus. It is rough. I adore this entire beatdown. I like that when he eventually throws him out of the water and starts wailing on him, he's punching him in the wound that Krillin gave him. 
as if to rub it in as a, oh, you really thought this was going to help you? Yeah, he even fucking just, like, grinds a rock to dust in the hole, like, in Vegeta's chest plate. Mm-hmm. Either in this or, like, the, the beginning of the next episode. It's one of the two. It's all the same yeah. beatdown. Yeah, because this beatdown goes from, like, the end of episode 41 to the beginning of episode 42. No, towards the end of 42, because there's still, like, a moment of, like, them all getting there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Vegeta, like, I love Goku's it. still got to get there. Yeah. Yeah, when Frieza yeets Vegeta out of the lake, he does give like a side eye to Piccolo, Gohan, and Krillin, just being like, "You're next, by the way." <laughs> I, then, I, like, I really feel love free to jump in. Anytime. Yeah, feel free to jump yeah. in at any time. When they're just beating, he's just like torturing Frieza at this point. He's got like Vegeta suspended by his tail over his head, and is just fully using his like kidney as a punching bag. Hmm. I just love he's like step in anytime and they're like one time Gohan is like takes a step forward and Piccolo's like are you fucking crazy Put, and like puts grabs his hand him. on his shoulder gives him the sad handshake like no 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 we got to think of a way out of this and by that I mean hopefully Goku gets here eventually and by that I mean God Goku was supposed to be done by now right <laughs> has mm-hmm. it been twenty minutes yet <laughs> sure <laughs> yeah, enough right? Goku then finally is done right around this point <laughs> which i love that he just like explodes out of the pod so i guess you know fuck if anyone else needed that well, later he and the healing pod had a bit of a tiff yeah <laughs> god damn it um but I do goku lo- is now just like good. blowing holes through frieza's ship he's just like i feel i incredibly powerful <laughs> he has like this like moment of calm just above the ship's like oh this actually feels really nice Okay, yeah, I gotta get moving. Guess I can surpass. I can surpass my own limits. <laughs> I think I, I. It's like these moments where, like, I don't know if that. I actually don't think they had any intention of realizing. Like, they kind of showed it off without saying it. But like when Goku just puts his hand up to the window and to like blow it open, mm-hmm. and like it's not like a key blast happens. It's just pure like air. It, it looks like it, yeah, and it blows through the steel door behind it as well, and like the water shoots through. Like the amount of force he put in, just like pushing his hand forward it looks like cause it to go through a steel door um mm-hmm. that he hadn't even touched yet and it's like that part works like that's like that is all show don't tell it feels like we're like that guy is fucking super strong all of a sudden um and then goku's like i'm super strong <laughs> and it's like very yeah. funny to me and i'm like sometimes i'm like i get it like this one feels all right but there are times like when king kai is like Vegeta really has lost his pride and is losing his and is sad because of it that i'm like i don't enjoy as much because it feels like the storytelling's all there visually you mm-hmm. just don't need any discussion about it mm-hmm. yeah um, but it is it is very fun i just love when goku shoots his hand out and it blows through like the glass panel and the door behind like 30 feet away from him just from like him wind pressuring (laughs) and it's sick it looks really good um and yeah this is when we get in episode 42 where the beatdown continues which like vegeta is like like frieza holds vegeta over his head and keeps punching him and vegeta like coughs blood in his face and frieza just fucking licks it off his own face and it's love to do that I really wanted to point out that that happened because it fucked me up. Is he like a blood connoisseur? Because he's drank Krillin and Vegeta's blood by now. I think he's I evil. Guess he just likes it. Oh, I think he's yeah, okay. I think he's yeah, just you an know, asshole. Chase, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, I think he's like an evil guy. Actually, is where I think I'm coming from. Yeah, you put it like that. 
Mm. <laughs> mm, weird. I hadn't considered that possibility. There, there are so many good moments in Forty One. I just want to like go talk, just spend a little time on them. I, I like, I, like we talked about that Vegeta fight stuff. Like this is the part where I'm like, I enjoy this jobber momentum, or like mm-hmm. this moment, like for, for you now know Vegeta's gonna lose because it, it, it does feel it is just so um, flashy that it works. This is the stuff like we were missing from. When like they were fighting Freeze, it just wasn't flashy. Like we we have seen big explosions happen when Goku fought Freeze, uh, Goku fought Vegeta, and uh-huh. stuff, and Frieza and everyone finding like Frieza powering up was big, but the fights themselves didn't feel big. But Vegeta like literally blowing up what felt like half the galaxy with a like an explosion that was shot back at him is like the kind of spectacle I feel like we're we're starting to it's like slowly starting to get there. Um, I really, really like all these individual different power ups we're gonna see, like in these little episodes, like the 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 uh, clouds overhead parted. I like Vegeta like having this crackling electricity. I like Goku whenever he's like turning on his power when he arrives at the fight, glows blue all of a sudden, mm-hmm. as like a as like a yep he's on it's like just a show of force, he's yeah. ready yeah like he is more on than like. Because, like, I think the thing Torama always runs in problems, like, when is Goku serious, when is he not? And I think this showing the aura, like, flipping on, it's, like, a good example of, like, yeah, he's he is good to go now. Uh, uh, and that's how I felt like it was used, because, like, then Frieza tries to, like, hit Goku, and Goku literally just dodges it and hits Frieza the first time Frieza has now been hit. Man- oh, yeah. Maneuver happens, and it's, like, sick. Like, it feels like that all mm-hmm. worked visually without saying a damn goddamn thing. Um... That stuff's sick. I just like all the different, like, it feels, it's going to suck, because we're going to love the Super Saiyan transformation, because who fucking doesn't? I know, um, right? That's going to be, it's like a universal constant. But it's going to suck when that becomes uniform. Like, that becomes the power-up for uh-huh. everybody, instead of being like, man, it's kind of fucking cool, and they all, look, like, power up in unique ways. And yeah, it feels we're finally getting one. back to, but it's going to take a while till we do. Yeah. <laughs> Many a decade from now. Yeah, because basically Super does the same thing to Super Saiyan Blue, where that just becomes pretty bog standard because you just mm-hmm. see it so much. And I'm I'm not like uh, against the standards. So, like I'm very excited for Dragon Ball. I think it's it is during the Cell Saga, and I know during the Boo Saga they get there, they find like what is the Dragon Ball look because this show just oscillates wildly between looks sometimes of like what people do, how they move, blah blah. How does a power up look for Goku? It can fucking vary so many times. Goku mm-hmm. literally evaporates into key in this episode to like show he's moving <laughs> and fast. It's cool. It's cool. <laughs> I'm happy for them to like find like this is how our show is going to look. This is how Dragon Ball is going to look for a while. Like Tormel, I think, finds it. And I guess the show also finds that. Like we stick to that theme. But also I'm gonna miss this weird incongruity between things all the time. That happens that feels like makes it have this own like unique identity, but you know, is what it is. Mm. Just appreciating it now before it's gone. <laughs> I'll, I'll miss you Same. I'll miss you lightning crackle power up <laughs> you'll be brought I back at the end of Cell crackle. Saga as a lightning crackle Super Saiyan power up <laughs> okay but it's cool as shit though yeah no it is I'm not a, I'm not a, if anyone's against he just wants to see it more I like all Super Saiyan I'm a Super Saiyan uh, 3 transformation Saiyan I like them all you can't I'm already fucked up <laughs> um, he's in too deep. Yeah, if I've gone too deep, I like the mall. He's already shaved his eyebrows. He can't yeah. go back. <laughs> I can't go back anymore. Uh, but it's it's really good. I, I just I just want to appreciate those little moments while they're here. And it would be nice to see like the humans power up just so there's some more uniqueness back. Or even like we're now seeing Vegeta 
and Goku transform in different ways, like and then Gohan and Piccolo, if they keep continuing and bringing them forward. Oh, that I like. I'm like, this is cool. Let's keep let's keep that energy up. Yeah, I want I want to see that, but for Krillin and Yamcha. Yeah, can we get Super Earthling? <laughs> I don't want it for Yamcha, but I do want it for Krillin. I want it for <laughs> yeah. Tien and Krillin. I don't want it for Yamcha. I want Tien. You want, want Yamcha my... to stay out? Yeah, I want. I just, if you, if I if this is like I have to pick, you know, it's like I feel like only Krillin's gonna get it. But God, I fucking love it if Tien came back with his own unique form. Um, guys, I guys, I meditated on top of a mountain for like thirty years, and I figured out how to do this. Fair. Tien figures how to how to split up, but like not lose any power. There we go. That would yeah, be can cool. we bring the multiform back? Hmm. Yeah. Or like some like weird variation on it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Goku can probably do it. Come on. Oh, they can all do it. It's just it splits up your power. I don't know why they haven't ever tried to do this. Uh, Tien has four arms, right? He can have four arms at the same time. Yes, he did actually just grow arms during. Yeah, the yeah. He can do two fucking at the same. Like, why does he go like Super Neo Tri-Beam Cannon when he like puts both hands to make a triangle like on top of each other, and it, like just give it, like it just magnifies it by a hundred times. Give him a fight about against bunch like a against like a bunch of guys he does one facing forward the other facing back and yeah. just spins it like a fucking death beam god there's so many cool things to do with Tien now if only any of the people in Japan liked him <laughs> mm. he is consistently unliked in the, yeah back in Japan don't really understand why it feels well he is a bit well personal. Piccolo kind of took over his role but like mm. he is like hated like and that is true, yeah. Like, I don't know if hate him, but he's just, like... like he's at the bottoms of Yeah, bottoms. And, like, I just don't feel like Tien's the bottom. That's all. <laughs> but, like, for so, like even in, like... Choose your words carefully. Yeah, there depends. you go. Depends. Is Launch involved? I don't think he's uh, the bottom of anything. Um, launch is a top. Exactly. Well, Blonde Launch is a top. Yeah, Blonde Launch is a top. <laughs> Which puts Tien on the bottom, which was my that point. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Thank you for everyone. Like, I'm looking at the 2021 Super Manga character poll, and, like, I guess mm -hmm. Tien's just not really in it. So, like, I don't think Tien even ranked. Oh, man. Which is That's incredible, right. because all sorts of people write in all sorts of weird-ass shit in those character polls. Yeah, it's, like, it's legitimately just, like, Vegeta, Goku, Gohan, Gohan. It's, like, Vegeta, Goku, Gohan, top three. And then Black, Trunks... Beerus, Wiss, Android 17, Frieza, Krilla, and Granola. Like, we don't even get... I don't even think Piccolo's on here. Like, um, Trunks was number, like, four? Yeah. People love really? Trunks, man. Future Trunks. Okay. Yeah, Future Trunks rocks. Yeah, yeah but it's been a while since he's had an appearance. Uh, not in Super. Super, he had a, a decent little showing. Yeah, but, like, Tournament of Power was a while ago. It was 2021, so, I mean, I don't know. Mm. People fucking like Future Trunks. Like, I think that's just the end of it, you know? Me. I like future yeah. trunks. People <laughs> like future trunks. That's fair. Um, <laughs> the 2018 Sports Nippon poll. Um, I will say this. Goten's, Bardux, and Chi-Chi were also top requested in this. But it was Goku, Vegeta, Gohan, and then Piccolo, and then Broly, Goku Black, Android 17, Frieza, Hit, Trunks. Like, that's what the list has been consistently for a while. It's the three lads... <laughs> and then everyone else kind of packs in the rear. With Middle the rear. of the pack, yeah. Like, Krillin is pulling below 
Beerus, which depresses me. I like Beerus. Horrible. I fucking love Krillin. Yeah. <laughs> I'd lay down my fucking life for Krillin. Want to give shit to Beerus. I'd give him a piece of food. Tell him to fuck off for a bit. <laughs> fuck off. I mean, Please that's don't blow up the you get rid of him. Mm-hmm. But yeah, pretty, and then Bojack is yeah. also always there somewhere. What? Bojack is just around in the polling sometimes. It makes what? me laugh. What? I'm what? just telling you. It just what? shows up. What? But I, I'm still surprised, like, Bardock does, for some reason, doesn't get any play ever. But they always keep bringing Bardock back in my mind, and I just want them to get rid of him more. <laughs> oh, well, then you probably won't like the Granola arc because he comes up a lot in that but- arc. I just don't care about Bardock. I just don't care. Uh. But he's also in this. Because Frieza looks at Goku and goes, it looks like Bardock, that guy I killed. That sounds like a Saiyan name. Wait a minute, it's you! (sighs) Yeah. It is. And then we get, like, the whole Bardock episode of Bardock in, like, two minutes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that is, like, because, yeah, fucking Frieza sees Goku's face, and I guess Bardock left enough of an impression on Frieza. (laughs) I... How? That's what I thought too. I was like, I don't know how Bardock stuck himself in Freeze's memory. Like, that I can imagine. I can imagine him remember blowing up the planet. I can imagine him remembering like uppercutting King Vegeta to death. But everything else is probably just a fuzzy Tuesday. Yeah, including this guy who just sort of yelled at him while he <laughs> just and literally turned him into dust. Right. Yeah. Or sent him back in time, depending on what fucking property we're looking at. Uh, sent him back in time. It's funnier. It is funnier. That his death ball can just do this, apparently. <laughs> but yeah, but then we also get, like, Vegeta basically gives his... Well, Frieza shoots Vegeta through the fucking chest. <laughs> and then yeah, because Vegeta, like, is dying on the floor. Because Goku interrupted him, like, mid-death punch. He's like, now yeah, you as he pulls Frieza, back to do the classic, now you're dealing I'm... with the real Super <laughs> Yeah, it is the, Frieza gets ready to do the same fucking, like, I'm gonna shove my hand through your torso death attack. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that he like, looks at Piccolo, Gohan, and uh, Krillin to make sure they're watching this happen, and then goes back to what he was doing. Uh-huh. But, uh, yeah, so, like... Frieza shoots him through the chest, and then uh, Goku has to hear Vegeta gives his, like, dying plea with Goku to, like, harden his heart and kill Frieza. Fucking oh, wait, like, shit, I forgot. Did you hear, uh, did you catch uh, Frieza's line that he says after he kills, after he, like, shoots Vegeta? No, what was it? Because he, because Vegeta's like, he's the actual Super Saiyan, bang! I don't enjoy jokes, and you've never been very funny. Jesus. That's a good one. It's so good. I can't believe I forgot it until I looked at my notes. Damn. I can't believe I missed that one. (laughs) Um, Oh, this moment does also... When Goku lands, we get what I call the classic Dragon Ball slow walk. Which is going to become a bit of a trope when somebody walks in to go, like, start fighting the big bad. They walk up slowly. Yeah, but counterpoint, it's really cool. It is really cool. It works every time. But it does become a trope. Um, but yeah, this is when Vegeta gets shot and the Vegeta basically like tells Goku he needs to harden his heart and like, you need to be the Super Saiyan that I couldn't and kill Frieza. 
And then Goku's like, no, I'm not going to do that. And Vegeta's just like, damn it, you can't be the Super Saiyan. You are still holding back because you're showing mercy. Yeah. But sure enough, Vegeta dies. And now Goku's like, I will fight for him. And I will fight for the people that you have killed. And this is when Goku calls himself a Saiyan from planet Earth. Yeah. Yeah. Just fully embracing it now. I also liked when Freeze is like, is this the son of Raditz, this Gohan kid? Yeah, I did like, he's like, <laughs> it kind of looks, no, it can't be Vegeta or Nappa. It kind of looks like Raditz. So I'm point that out real quick. I floored, floored that Raditz is in Vegeta's, or is in Freeze's wheelhouse. Yeah, Freeze's like, yeah, you know, the three Saiyans, Nappa, Vegeta. What's Vegeta, I understand. Nappa probably because he's always like right behind Vegeta and the empty space would look weird if he wasn't. But Raditz, oh my god. I guess he just figured there were three Saiyans left that he had to keep track of. So. See the guy who says Double Sunday? Is that who we're talking about again? Is that really what he went with? Yeah, he went Double really? Sunday. He, An Earth Day? He fucked? Yeah. <laughs> he had sex? Uh. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> An impossible. An impossibility. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, and we get like our first tiny bit of this flight fight before like the uh, episode ends, and Goku actually does land a hit on Frieza that leaves a bruise. It's it's which I feel like it's is super good. Note. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to be like right out the gate, they're like, yeah, Goku is stronger. Than everyone here by a country mile. Which was one hell of a Zenkai boost in that healing pod. It seems mm-hmm. like the Zenkai boost is, can be exponential because when Vegeta powered up, I mean, he powered the fuck up. He went from, mm-hmm. like, you know, pretty decently strong scary to, like, not but not Piccolo's level to surpassing Piccolo by a lot, it seemed like. Mm-hmm. And to be um, fair, Goku didn't even really get a chance to show off his full strength. Because as soon as he fought an enemy that pushed him at all, that guy <laughs> tried to kill himself and then body swapped him. That is this true, is... but he's probably at like a what first form Frieza before Ginyu. Probably, and now and this he's just shot on him up to being final. able to land hits on fourth. It, it's why Zenkai boost kind of stupid and don't like, but yeah, mm-hmm. it, it gets a little bit of that ultra divine water feeling where it's like somebody powers up with a Zenkai boost exactly as much as the story needs them to. Well, at least yeah. at least now it's the last time it's ever comes up, right? Yes. Because no, uh, no. thing after this, right? Oh, no. It comes Cell. up in yeah, because when Cell, but it's used as the villains thing. It's the reason why Cell can come back without having absorbed eighteen again and be in his perfect form. Yeah, it comes, yeah, it comes back. Yeah, they use that as and and not only be in his perfect form, but in his perfect form, stronger than it was when he first was in it. Yeah, it's, it's gotcha. really, but it's still like dumb. the last time it comes up for a while. Yeah, and then Goku Black, the manga expressly uses it as, like, that is how Zamasu... It's like Zamasu's exploiting it to try and, like, connect with more of Goku's power. Is, like, intentionally letting himself just get his shit wrecked. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. And then having future Zamasu heal him. Um, It's kind of a thing. It's kind of a thing, mm-hmm. but it's not as much of a thing going forward. Yeah, especially in like Dragon Ball, like it, it becomes like it. It becomes like an like it, once you get a Super Saiyan, you can't you can't go much further than that. It seems like like Zenkai not doesn't help Zenkai's. you. Yeah, it doesn't help you. It's actually just get yeah. to it like you just gotta fucking train. Yeah, <laughs> but for the villains, they can just like fucking Zenkai boost forever afterwards. It's, it's very weird. They don't train. 
Yeah. yeah. Zenkai boosting, <laughs> as we keep describing in this show, it just feels like a Toriyama crutch card. Um, mm-hmm. Where he can be like, oh, uh, yeah, Zenkai boost. I don't know. Um, mm. And sometimes it works. Like, I think the cell stuff, it makes it work. Um, for, like, the Frieza Black stuff, I don't like it. Um, but not Frieza Black, Goku Black stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't like it please, at all. It's Black Frieza. Yeah, Black Frieza, please. I'm fucking everything yeah. up. Um, but, yeah, I don't like that at all. But it, it just is what it is. It's just, like, that's the kind of... It's the one time he, he sometimes uses it correctly and he doesn't. Like, I think for this, it works okay. Mm-hmm. But, like, it, it, it does just feel like a, like, why didn't we just have the forms work out differently to just make it so we didn't even rely on this? It was like my my first when they, when they don't codify it, it makes sense that he's like I've gotten stronger after fighting Goku. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. They had a fucking drag out fight, and he learned something, and is getting more powerful from it. That just makes perfect sense to me. Don't have to codify that. But then he's like, I have to make this a law of the Saiyan nature, and I'm like, oh okay, now it's less interesting all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. And that's the uh. that's always the problem with like codifying your rules, giving power levels out as like a number. It now ha- it restricts all the freedom you have of like explaining things to like no, it is just this thing. That's I have to explain it by this definitional rule I've created. Mm-hmm. But then it's sick as fuck when Goku hits freeze in the back of the head. <laughs> Just punches um, him in the is. cheek, and Frieza has this look of shock as he rubs this, like, bruised cheek, like, holy I, shit, did he I, actually just hit me? My favorite picture is the look of shock when he goes to, like, swipe at him, and then, like, mm-hmm. Goku has dodged it, and there's just a picture of wide-eyed shock of Frieza as what? Goku is behind him with a, a, <laughs> a punch, a kick coming directly at his face. <laughs> it's, like, an incredible look of Frieza being like, fuck me, what the hell is happening? And, like, just gets So kicked. that's what that feels like. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's so good. And Frieza's like, well, shit, time to shoot you <laughs> with my gun hand. <laughs> Just slaps it down. No. Hmm. But that is where these episodes end, with just kind of the first how little we, bit of this fight. How did we feel about Vegeta's tearful cry to Goku at the end? I feel like did it's it deserved. for y'all? Yeah, yeah, I think it worked. Yeah, I, think I feel like it really worked. worked. Yeah. I mean, that's been his whole thing since he showed up, is talking about, like, the pride of his race and of, like, the warrior heritage that he is a part of that could finally challenge Frieza, mm-hmm. and then seeing he can't do it. Yeah. And that he always assumed it would be him who took out Frieza, and it won't be. Mm-hmm. I think, I I think, think it, that's the thing mm-hmm. that, like, it works so well, it's why we're so pissed they overexplain it. Like, it, we get it. You don't have it's kind of like the the Vegeta or the Piccolo uh, redemption arc stuff again. Yeah, and yeah. then we're like, we we got it. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know why you're explaining it to us. Like, we weren't here. Like, we got it. That's like the part disappointing is like when finally Vegeta has been truly beaten. It's like mm-hmm. before Vegeta does not accept. He's, he did get lost to Goku, but what didn't ever feel like a total loss to him. You know, no. this time he's been so thoroughly trounced. So so effortlessly beaten that it wasn't even a challenge that he is the first time he's ever felt like I never had it. I never could mm-hmm. have defeated Frieza actually. There never was a goddamn chance in hell I could have beaten Frieza and like that destroys him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um and like and to some degree don't even to still going it. to realize that like not only can he not do it, it's Goku that's gonna have to do this for him. Somebody yeah. he despises. And it's the kind hearted Saiyan. Yeah. It's the kind hearted Saiyan. And yeah. I like, like, it, as much as we meme on Vegeta going, I'm the legendary Super Saiyan, it does explain that, you know, that's the thing he's been holding on to this entire time. 
that he was going to beat Frieza, and then it's like, wait, was, is this even real? I, I can't do it. Goku's mm. not going to do it. It is very much this, like, I thought it was going to be me. Yeah, yeah. Is really, like, the feeling, at least to me, that goes through all of this. Yeah, and it sucks because it's like, it's all there. Like Vegeta goes like it can't be Goku. He's too kind hearted. Like there's that moment mm-hmm. when he even he still he has himself, mercy and mercy is weakness. Yeah, mercy is weakness. Yeah. And he, he realizes he it can't be like, he he like his brain his brain naturally leaps to the correct conclusion. Goku is stronger than me. He has the power to get there, or he's already there. And his brain partitions that off, locks it in a box, and go, throws it away. And goes, no, he's not kind hearted enough, and diverts mm-hmm. instantly. <laughs> yeah. You can see it happen. And it's very good, but you're like, oh. He's not going to be able to recognize that Goku. And then when he's dying, he, he recognizes and goes like, yeah, it has to be you. You have to steal your heart. You're going to have to fight this guy like you can't hold anything back. Which, Vegeta, the best part about this, Vegeta will be correct about this. Um, Goku will have to lose it to beat Frieza. Because that's mm-hmm. how he powers up the first time. Um, it is not yeah. through his kindness. Or, it is through, I'm going to fucking kill you, Frieza. <laughs> it is not the, um, uh, I'm going to like fight you. With a, he will try to, again, gonna keep... re- re- remove that at the end of the fight. Yeah. Like, because that is Goku. But it is not Goku like being like, I have to embrace my inner kindness. It is Goku going, I have to yeah. truly lose it. Yeah, um, this isn't, this doesn't end the same way that Vegeta's does. I mean, Goku does try to let him leave, yes, but it's very much a, because, like, Vegeta, Goku comes back on Namek and is like, please don't kill him, he owes me a rematch, is the level of relationship that Goku and Vegeta have right now, in his mind. Is like, sure, he just tried to kill me, but I need a rematch, but for Frieza, yeah, he's gotta lose that, and be like, no, no, I'm just going to kill you now. I, be- I believe the line is, I, I will, like, rack the wrath upon you or something i've read the exact line but it is like i don't have it noted yeah well, we don't know it because we haven't seen it yet but oh yeah that's late yeah. <laughs> yeah that's late yeah, you know fair yeah that's fair good. enough that makes sense um but like yeah goku like will we'll lose it and like that's the thing so it is fun to watch like vegeta be somewhat right goku be somewhat right in this because no one really knows how the fuck to activate the, Vege- the super saiyan transformation because they don't know what the fuck it's even is mm-hmm. and it's f- they don't even really think of it as a transformation yeah right like something you become yeah and it's just cool to like you're we're getting there like it it feels like it's like i just wish Toriyama was, was i guess confident or the people who wrote the show were confident in Toriyama like he, you got it, man. Don't worry. It's almost like depressing, or not depressing. It's just like, bro, you're good. You're fine. Like you're killing yeah. it. Like don't mm-hmm. worry. We're here with you. You're great, honey. And I am wondering I how work. much of our complaints are like anime versus manga because maybe this just flows a lot better in the manga. I bet. I bet like this voiceovers is in the manga and stuff, and it just flows better because you can legitimately read it in two seconds and move on. True, or yeah. someone's reading it or speaking it, it feels like it's like actually spoken to you, so it's forced upon you more. If I bet in like our heads, mm-hmm. and like yeah. that's the problem with it. It feels forced. Where like in a manga, it's like a simple read. You move through. You're like, yeah, that makes sense. I agree with that. Couple I was already panels kind of and that. we're off. Yeah, right. Like it's like your own head telling you, like, oh yeah, you know, I was reading this and I agree mm-hmm. with myself on that. Even though it's Toriyama just telling you what you should feel, but in the yeah. show, it's like. Those tears are real, and you're like, oh, okay, yeah, no, I, <laughs> Thanks, I know. King Kai, didn't realize you were still here. Yeah, right. <laughs> Thanks for coming in, Kai. Um, but yeah, it's it's just funny. It's just interesting that that's the choice. But yeah, it's like Toriyama is a very good writer. These like episodes make me go like, damn, he really does like tie this in a bow so nicely. Um, I just wish the show let the bow form itself and not like it was like bow. And then they put the little thing like from Toriyama to you, the reader. 
Um, <laughs> like, no, I don't worry. I know it's from you, Toriyama. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> that's what it can. I know. What, like. I, I know it says Santa, but I know that's you. I know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because it's it is it's fucking great. Like that's like the real answer. Is like it is cool to like. It is. It feels good to watch Vegeta to get his comeuppance. That's the best part about these episodes. Vegeta needs to be taken down like a three thousand pegs. Oh yeah. And like this is an episode where he just gets taken. He's at the five thousands rung the ladder, and then it all cracks from underneath him. And you can like watch it happen. And it mm-hmm. sucks. The show's like. Do you realize he fell down every single rung? <laughs> <laughs> it is though. Yeah, this is kind of the Vegeta's comeuppance for everything. Which will help, I think. I think this is why, too, in some degree, coming into, like, Cell and whatnot, it does help him translate or transfer over into being a hero, is that we see him pay for who he was Mm -hmm. so that he can start to become who he will be. Yeah. Like, he doesn't just get out of what he did to everybody. It comes at the hand of Frieza. It doesn't come from the hands of our protagonist, but he does get some comeuppance (laughs) for the bastard he's been. Yeah, the only person who, like, sort of makes him answer for his crimes outside of Frieza is Dende for, like, a moment. Mm. And then Dende kicks Dende in the face. Yeah, and then he kicks him. Yeah, I did forget to mention, yeah, as soon as Dende heals him, he just kicks him. That's what you get, you little brat. How dare you yeah. not heal me immediately? Also, thank you. Which almost feels like we needed one more kick the cat moment from Vegeta before he goes and gets his shit wrecked so we don't feel too bad. I don't know. I, I fucking hate Freezer, right? I'm Vegeta right now. He's a good villain, but he's like, that's what he is. He's just a villain. I'm excited mm-hmm. to see, like, when the turn starts happening. It sort of happens with Gohan when he protects him from the attack. Frieza. Yeah. He, because he, now, he, he has now consistently helped Gohan out. True. Um, which I feel for like for no is good. real reason. For no real reason that it can be like truly, at some point defined. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, like I'm, I'm excited to see that that redemption arc. But right now, like I don't even think, I, I think everyone could be like, yeah, if Vegeta dies here, that's fine. Um, mm-hmm. It'll be a while before he, that man ever actually dies, if ever we get him another death. But um, <laughs> right, that's for that's for. What does he die to Boo? Does he die to Boo? Oh, he dies to himself. That's he dies to himself true. trying right. to kill. Yeah, that's Boo. correct. That's correct. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the, the final that, that's, explosion. And that is the redemption arc. That's got kind of, yeah. And then we we kind of get the last part of it whenever they're fighting Super or Kid Boo, Kid Boo. in Otherworld my on, favorite, on the Supreme Kai's planet. My favorite fight in the whole series, probably. Ooh. Interesting. Yeah. It is. I am a big fan of Majin Vegeta versus Goku. Also a great fight. The, yeah. Yeah, the annoying part of the Boo saga is that it really drags in places, but its highlights are highlights of the franchise. Yeah, I mean the yeah. the final fight between Kid Boo and Go, everything is like it's like perfect Toriyama fighting. Mm-hmm. It's like perfect. It is really good, uh, and it's the one time the spirit bomb works. Yeah, <laughs> it had to at the end there. It it, it, it kills true evil. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pure evil. And then we get, and then now we have forgotten who Boo is, and Oob has not shown up really. Uh, that's ever. also because does Japan also not like Boo? Uh, no, I thought that, uh, I thought Oob. they were okay with Boo. Well, then why does yeah. he keep getting kicked out of the tournaments? Because that's just how they run. That's just how they write the show in Super. We just got to talk weird. about this. Boo gets to be kind of an important character in the Moro arc. Sweet. Mainly because he has the Grand Supreme Kai inside of him, and that's why good Boo exists. Hmm. And then, like, Oob gets screen time in the Moro arc. Ooh. 
an extended cameo mostly, but he does get to show up, which is interesting. Yeah. I mean, we still haven't gotten to the, the part where Goku fights Oob yet, so, you know. No. We're still Timeline-wise, yeah, we're still like two or three years removed from end of Z material, which I'm curious how they're going to handle if they're going to like intersect with that, which I feel like the manga is still going, so they will. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I would love for some like Oob power time stuff um just because i i just does majin does majin boo even rank up to dragon ball super saiyan blue does like is that majin boo's power because majin boo was stronger than literally everyone or kid boo was literally stronger than everyone in that show yeah which is because he got the grand supreme kai's like god key essentially is later used as the reasoning Mm, okay um it's unclear (laughs) will Uh, this be answered maybe and then imagine if kid boo could train (laughs) the (laughs) possibilities are endless yeah, he'd come, be, he'd come back as Black Boo. At this point, like, do whatever arc they're getting ready to do, but I'm like, they should just do another time skip in Super where they just skip past End of Z. Just be like, hey, End of Z's canon, like, Goku never transforms in that or anything, so it's, nothing has really been invalidated of what happens in those episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can just be like, yeah, those episodes, like, the End of Z, that's canon, let's move on, and we're invalidating GT, I guess, finally, but let's just do something else. <laughs> and there was it, much rejoicing. To be fair, GT has been invalidated at this point, I think it's... <laughs> it's it's not been invalidated by timeline, but it has, like, there's so much explaining that would have to happen to make <laughs> GT work that it is. Do we think Super Saiyan 4 is more powerful than Super Saiyan Blue? No. No. So there you go. Wouldn't work. (laughs) It would not. I would still like to see Super Saiyan 4 become canon to some degree. Like, again. Because I'm like, it is a good form. Yeah, you're right. Just have, like, Caulifla or Kale or Or whatever. Yeah, have one of those. Or Broly. Yeah, Broly would actually be the perfect example of a Super Saiyan 4. Broly would make a lot of sense, actually. Yeah. Just call it, like, Broly's final form or something. Yeah, he'd need to get his tail back somehow, but that's doable. Yeah, just, just, just say Blutz Waves. Who knows, baby? It grows back. Hmm. Just say the word Blutz Waves and I'm back in, baby. <laughs> say I'm it again. there. I'm there. Tell me about the butt waves. Yeah, <laughs> but I could definitely see them just using that as like, it, as they're getting into, you know, everyone has their own unique super form. Like, obviously, Legendary Super Saiyan is unique to Broly, but I wouldn't mind seeing him get Super Saiyan 4 as his, like, ult. Mm-hmm. That um, would be cool. It would be interesting. And of the characters, of the Saiyan characters still in the series, if they were going to pick somebody to be, like, the for, the canon Super Saiyan 4 user, it would be Broly. Yeah. Is, at least, yeah, he's the one that makes the most sense. The Universe 6 Saiyans don't even have tails. <laughs> so. What if we got a bunch I of mean, Saiyans together and change. did the ritual to give Broly the god key? Yeah, I was going to say, they can also just change how Super Saiyan 4 works if they're introducing it into the canon, in the same way that they change Broly's entire backstory, like, not all, mostly change Broly's backstory. Um, so who knows? Yeah, I'm just, you know, I think, 
there there is stuff from GT to pull from, and everyone knows exactly what it is. So I wonder if it's like in the back of their mind something they will eventually pull. Yeah, because it's Super Saiyan Four. It's the Tuffles, and it like the idea of the Tuffles. And it's the idea that the Dragon Balls have like repercussions. And you, I mean, you have the perfect way to make the Omega Shinron much scarier. Because you have the core conceit of the Super Dragon Balls sitting around mm-hmm. there, and that True. shit like writes itself. But I also, um, that and like my brain, my other part of my brain is like, yeah, androids fusing. That would be kind of sick. Like, <laughs> not like bring back Android Seventeen from Hell and have it fuse with another android, but like androids powering up. Fuck yeah, dude! I'm always okay with like bringing those characters more forward. Um, mm. fuck it. Bring back Android 16. Just fuck it. Just do it. I don't care anymore. <laughs> Break, just let me have other characters. I don't care if you bring back old ones that should never come back. I just want other characters. Same. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just want, I just want more, I just want a less, Go- I want more Goku, Vegeta, but I just want more of everyone. Like, I just want everyone to kind of get their own thing. Turn it into a proper ensemble. Yeah, exactly. Same, yeah. But it's like, that's like, that's what we love about the Freeze arc so much. Like, when it was happening was like watching everyone deal with like, varying power levels how to fight how to not fight how to like handle each other and i think mm-hmm. if you just let people build up to it, it's there we also love where it's finally going it's like the moment where it loses it is when the ensemble is like never the the ensemble's gone right the cool part of the raccoon fight was everyone trying to fight raccoon and then knowing there's more coming afterwards goku eventually comes in and saves the day but it never felt like a totally over fight it felt like no, a fight yeah. that could have that maybe even gohan and krillin could have won um like I feel like that could be easily been written, and it's just cool. Like I'm just I want to go back to more of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And with a black freeze, I think you can totally do that. I think so too. Yep. Yeah, especially if they end up doing uh, Piccolo and Gohan's new transformations. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Who the Which fuck I, knows I how feel powerful like they that will. is? Who knows how the fuck Gohan Beast is? Like that level seems extraordinarily powerful. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're putting him forward as potentially shot the right most up to blue. Person there, they shot if far past blue. Yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, Gohan in his ultimate form is able to fight on par with Super Saiyan Blue, to the point that in the anime he forces Goku to use Super Saiyan Blue Kaioken to win the fight. Ooh. Um. Before the tournament of power, so we shall see. Yeah, I don't think they really ever said how powerful like the um android superhero androids were but they were probably like on blue or higher status is like i think what the show or the movie wanted it to be yeah yeah Yeah. i mean they implied that saying like hey uh even if goku and vegeta were here we would have had a rough time Mm -hmm. yeah and then cell max was probably up there with like some level of maybe like jiren below jiren is what i think they're trying to say Mm -hmm. um probably though i just i still think I, I just put Jiren at a really high level in my brain. You're right, we should go back in time, put Cell Max in the Tournament of Power, and just see how he goes. Just see how that goes. Just leave that little treat there. Instant DQ because it kills someone. <laughs> okay, but if he kills enough people, then it's worth the trade. Exactly. <laughs> mm. um, oh, also, sorry. I don't know why. I was curious, and I was, I was cruising around the page for the Dragon Ball wiki while we were talking about Broly and everything. Does one cruise a wiki? And I did just see, because we were talking about timeline placement, like how far from the Peaceful World saga is uh, Super. 
and someone has pointed out Pan is three years old in Dragon Ball Super Superhero, mm-hmm. and Pan is four in the end of Z. Oh well, so they're literally right there. one year out from that. At like at most, yeah. All right, there, baby. Interesting. Also, I think everyone's okay with Pan's look from GT. If you want to bring that forward too. Yeah, I think people like the idea of Pan and GT. Like a lot of ideas in GT, they just didn't really execute. <laughs> do on it, it well. Yeah. They just didn't really do anything with it. Like I think people are like hyped to see. Like I'm hyped to see Goten come back. Like I'm I'm down for the older crew to come back and like grow up. Which was like Goten was like a literal prodigy. Was like how he was propped up in that show. Mm-hmm. At least in Z, right? He's like fucking Super Saiyan at like two years old. Like he popped the Something fuck like off. That, yeah. The man's a god of power, apparently, <laughs> and then just disappears <laughs> in the show. <laughs> yes. Well, they've got For new real. models now, so they got to use them. They do. It's like Goten is technically stronger than Krill, and they brought Krill in the tournament of power. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's just yeah. I think what. Like, you know, I think we're, every time we talk about this goddamn show, we go like, God, I hope it gets good. I hope it, or it gets like to the point where we want to get to. God damn, yeah, I hope it's it gets good. There. We want it to be great. Yeah, right. It's good. Yeah, and this stuff it's is still good. a lot of fun. It just could be better. Yeah. And like Z, I think, is like really reinforcing it in our brain of being like, man, it could be way better. Z is really <laughs> fucking good. Right. Um, holy shit. So I'm excited to watch the next three episodes. I want to see how, what we are kind of going up with here. So like to where it goes to. I think we got a while before we even hit Super Saiyan. I think we still got a few episodes left. So I'm mm-hmm. excited to see how this fight progresses. Because we got yeah, the spear bomb. <laughs> but we'll have to find out next week. Because I think this is an episode. Yeah, I think so. Unless y'all have any further remarks. No, I think I got everything I wanted to say. I'm good. Alright. Well, bye. See y'all next bye, week, everybody. everyone. Bye. Yeah, see you all next week. Bye.